Hello and welcome on into another fun-filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabrina. And thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we're back. We went to the beach last week. Starships That was definitely the vibe for the beach. Let's go to the beach, beach. It was so freaking fun. You don't know that song? I hate straight niggas. Starch starships. You should you should you listen to it. But I am you, um, so homosexual phobic. Eric, you should listen to it when <laughs> you uh run on the treadmill. Let's go to the beach, beach. Let's go to the waves. Hey, hey, <laughs> what you gonna say? Oh, look at you. Why are you being so mean to Eric today? You are just so like some days you try to treat him like I'm, a baby, and then today you trying to. I'm just doing him. it because I look ugly. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you really coming down on them. I'm just playing. Yeah, I know. I look ugly today, so I'm, I'm just, you know. Because Eric looks nice? Yeah, he look cute. We got the same hair on. That's what it was. See, I'm about to say, because I knew shit was just over. You was going in today. You adorable. An insult will be hurled in three, two. But, um, yeah, how after the beach... What else happened with your life? Um, <laughs> shit. True. Oh, excuse me. I've been I've been heavily focused on like work and stuff like that, so I can say I had at least a productive week. I've been um, what the hell I was about to say? I won't say I've been uh, re-imaging my brain, but like kinda, <laughs> I really have. I have also I realized I have a. I need to write stuff down more. Like, I really be thinking, like, you know how Jay-Z said he don't write a rap, he just go in the studio. I really be thinking Same. that's me. And then when I go to do something, I be like, boom, 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 bah, bah, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm supposed to be doing this this uh this new project I'm creating and that Iman will be a part of. And, like, in my head, I know exactly what I want to do, but, like, I'm trying to write down, like, the steps I need to take, but I'm like, no, if I write it down, it's going to be weird. But then every day I think of something new, and then the next day I'll be like, wait, what was the new I step? I love an outline. You, you know. really do. <laughs> I, 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 it's crazy. At work, they know if we work on a project, I'm going to need a bullet point to understand what's... I need to do that. I really be just, like, freestyling, like, off the dome with it. Yeah, outlines are so great. I feel like all like you be having big ideas and sub ideas, and then like honestly, the outline is not meant for you to be like, "All right, I gotta do this." It's just meant, like you said, to just uh, organize your thoughts. So I feel like that it would be beneficial to do like an outline. That's very true. I need to do that because well, I got all the stuff in my head, and then I'm I know I know that I'm working on something you know, but I feel like other people don't know because I haven't written it down. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you, but they'll know soon enough. Yeah. And because we just said something, they'll also know because of that. True. They remind me of that 70s show. <laughs> Remember what Fez told that girl, I don't know who it was. He's like, and you'll never see me coming, <laughs> except I just told you, so now you will. I don't know why, but when I, I heard that it. in high school, I was laughing for hours. I just kept laughing at that. Like, you'll never see me coming, except I just told you, so now you will. <laughs> Moon. <laughs> um, let's let's get into this fade four. This was a really good one, thought of by Sabria this week. And the fade four, um, you want to introduce it? The fade four is so. This is in honor of Saweetie. 
Um, favorite, because y'all know if it's the early 2000s beat or something like that, Sweetie's going to riff over it. She's going to find a way. And that's okay. It we is. love it. So ain't and, nobody saying nothing when Kanye West was um, sampling every song from the 70s. <laughs> exactly. So, in honor of Sweetie, um, our favorite early 2000s Pretty Girl songs. This was very tough because I have so many favorite songs from 2000s, and, and I know Iman does also. And I have this playlist on YouTube, which is all my favorite music videos, even though some videos keep on getting deleted, which is annoying. Um, but a lot of the videos that are my favorites are from the early 2000s. Yeah. Because that's I, when music videos were music videos. And that's when we all were tuned in to watch them Exactly. Because like, I watch music videos still because I'm obsessed with music videos. But a lot of people don't watch music videos anymore. And I really hope that people don't stop making them. Because like, now a lot of them are only really accessible on YouTube. Um, but I really hope people don't stop making music videos because I feel like they are necessary. Um, but... So, my favorites, I'm going to have to start with Laundromat by Ooh, Nivea. I almost put that on that, my list, and no way did I think you would have. Oh, my gosh. I love that song so much. I remember I used to go. Well, I was obsessed with Nivea. Me but, too. Um, and then I found out she was the Aries, so I was, like, so super obsessed with her. I um used to go into my computer room and just watch that video over and over again. Like, it just, I love the video. I love her voice. Like, I was just so. It was so fun. It was so fun. And, like, I love that, like, singing back and so forth. Yeah, it. even though, oh, fuck, yeah. I just realized ah, who won the song. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's crazy because it's like. It was weird. It was like R. Kelly was the voice, but Nick Cannon was in the video. <laughs> <laughs> and I could have done without either one of them. Same, same. So, and then the next um, song is uh, Doesn't Really Matter, um, Janet Jackson. Ooh. I love that video so much. That was a song for the Nutty Professor um, soundtrack. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sorry. Like in the nineties, I just felt like or in the early two thousands, like Nutty Professor was on constantly. It was on, I felt like I watched Nutty Professor every my mom, night. Oh my god, I was so obsessed with it. My mom loved anything where somebody family. put on a fat suit. And I just was like, I don't wanna watch this. And then everybody's like, Hercules, Hercules. And then with the titties, then I just like my family was obsessed with I hated the Nutty Professor. I really did. <laughs> I hated it, but What's the good name? thing, Buddy Love, yeah, and like the and Jen Jackson was in the movie actually. She's a love interest. Yeah, she and 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 two because Jada Pinkett was a love interest in number one, in the first original. Man, Rent was due back then. That's all I got to say. But anyway, what the good that came out of that was the song really doesn't matter. Where she was saying, "I don't give a fuck that you got a dry fro and you're fat with Coke bottle glasses," but. <laughs> <laughs> Janet says she don't give a fuck. No, but that's, that's that's the basis of the song, which I would love somebody to say that to me. Because I have everything but the Coke bottom glasses. I got the little fro and the big body. But <laughs> anyway, that's besides the point. I really love... <laughs> Doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know what else? I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about Sherman. He's just so fucking pathetic. He's just like, he just made me so, I felt like everybody was bullying him. But also, I was, it was like one part when he was turning back from Buddy to the Nutty Professor and his oh, hand yeah. got bigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his hand like, I think, 
was saying Buster was I shirt. I think that's what I hated the most. I was like, this movie. I that never, movie really was. It, it made big fat people look miserable. It was so dumb. Sitting there with ice cream, watching workout. <laughs> me now, though. You know when the lady got guys like, suddenly the coons is me, suddenly the nutty professor is me. But anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I love that song, Doesn't Really Matter. The video is, like, very futuristic. I remember. And the, chore- the choreography, like, you know, doom, with the hand. Oh, like, my God. I wanted to play it in the car earlier, but I was like, no, it's oh, going to blow it. Uh, oh, there ain't no problem. We're going to play it on the way but home. But I loved it. Also, I love it in early 2000s music videos when they was, like, standing on something, and it was, like, falling forward and, like, falling. <laughs> like, it's like they, like, was on, like, a... Um, like uh oh my gosh I'm trying to explain it like they was on like some kind of surface and like whenever they dance it would like go forward and I know it would what go you back mean. like I live for that very shit very futuristic so futuristic um the third one is pull over by Trina I feel like that song changed my life like as a kid like I still remember like that music video like when I first saw it, like her makeup her like you know doing her little jig and like her just being so like abrasive like I just remember watching that like oh my god this is a standard this is a standard for me wow I love that song and video I don't so remember much. it but oh, oh wait I remember of course I know the, the song but I don't remember in, the video she was in the water and um, she was like, uh, just like uh, lip syncing to the song because that's what people do in music videos. They yeah. lip sync over the music. And then it was on the beach um, and it was some guys looking at her ass. But it was just so early 2000s, so iconic. Um, the third, I mean, the the fourth one is um, 808 by Black. Oh, I love that song so much. And I love that video. The makeup, the hair, everything. Like, I love it so Tiana Taylor remade much. that song pretty much. Really? Um, yeah, on her newest album. It's really good. It's very sexy. I love, 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 love that song so much. And in the music video, like I said, it's everything. Also, a bonus song. I got a bonus too. Is Breakdown by Mariah Carey. I fucking you know how love I that, song. that song and that music video. That's what Bone Thugs and Harmony, right? So yeah, yeah, I love it so so much. It's butterflies. It's just very like fairy. Like I love. That. I can listen to that song on a loop for seventy two hours and still feel like so like the euphoria. Like I just feel. I love that song so much. I hate Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't know if I ever <laughs> said that on a podcast. Like, I know you do, which is so funny. I just so one time I would got into <laughs> an argument with grown ass men when I was in like tenth grade on a bus, and they was like talking shit. It all started because <laughs> they was talking shit to this one girl. They just kept picking with her because she had her hair in a mohawk, and I was getting frustrated because we was together. And I was like, "Y'all grown ass men, like y'all need to find a job." And then like they said something about my cheeks being big. And I was like, I know you ain't, y'all not talking back there, Bone Thugs and Harmony. And the whole bus was like, oh! So as much as I hate Bone Thugs and Harmony, think I'm so happy that I just was able to call a nigga Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like, I remember that. That was so iconic. Yes. I, I was, wasn't on the bus, but I remember. I was, yo, but it was this, it was this one particular boy that we used to go to school with that was on the bus. And he was the type of nigga who loved to laugh. And he fucking made it worse. I was afraid I was going to get my ass beat. He was laughing so hard. I was like, all right, chill, because I don't, the more you laugh, the angrier they're going to get. 
They shouldn't mind they fucking business. They were gr- no, no, they were definitely late thirties, early forties. So talking about funny. a girl's hair. But yes, uh not a fan of that song, but I know you always loved it. I love but they don't bother me in the song. They bother me. Just their voices, <laughs> like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> That's what Bone Thugs and Harmony sound like to me. That shit is, that shit so is not music. It's sounds. <laughs> shit is not music. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's everything. <laughs> well, I guess it's my turn. I'm so happy, baby. Oh, my gosh, that's a good Ashanti, one. Ashanti, happy. That's, like, the pretty girl song. And, like, that's, that's I'm making a playlist about being happy because I always make a playlist about, like, fighting and having sex. <laughs> like, so now this playlist is going, and smoking, this playlist is going to be about being happy. And the first song in the cover photo is Happy by Ashanti. That's such a good song. And she was, I always remember wanting to be like her in that video. She had a cute outfit on. She was with the girls. She's in the car. She I was just happy. That like song. I love that CD. The best <laughs> thing that happened out of um like my bastard uncle dying when I was younger is okay. I got a Shanti <laughs> CD. I my mom was like, get the CD. Why did he have Why about to say so he just had that laying around? He had a Shanti, he had three OW CD. <laughs> oh, he was he was getting his boogie down on <laughs> Unk was going in. <laughs> I was like, get take all the seeds. One thing for sure, yeah, taste. <laughs> for real, yeah, taste. Did. I'm not gonna say that though. <laughs> yeah, taste. And I took all them CDs and I was getting my life <laughs> for the shot. <laughs> not giving a fuck. I'm like, getting really tired of your freaking promises. My promise. mom was like, take the CDs. <laughs> <laughs> if you know my mom, it's just funny. it's just funny because she really, she meant it. Yeah, she didn't give a fuck. But anyway. Um, next, it's, if it's something that you want, you should make me That's younger. a really good song. Oh, I forgot yeah, that's girl. early 2000s. Yes. She's that, I heard, I think between this song and SOS are songs that Rihanna say she hates, mm-hmm. but listen, I love them, okay? <laughs> next is JoJo, Baby It's You. That's a good one, too. I would listen to that song on repeat. Heat when I came from school. That's a good it one. was just so good. I used to get so mad when the Bow Wow remix would come on. <laughs> oh I'm my like, gosh. Me too. What to hear? JoJo. That's me it. too. That's all I want to hear. And the beat to the O dub. <laughs> he ain't say that, but like. <laughs> she really said, Can somebody explain to me why everybody's trying to be? And guess what? It's still a question. It is. Why is everybody trying to be like <laughs> the people on the TV screen <laughs> doing what they see on MTV? Life is good, but I'm looking for more. Like Simple things <laughs> are what my heart beats for. That's me. I don't ask for much. Period. Baby, having you is enough. I mean, that's not enough for me. But still, like, it's a great song. Such a good song. And finally is Maya, um, Best of Me, part two. Oh, my God. I love that song. She said, let's start telling me yes. Remember, I didn't know Jay-Z was on it. He said, no. It was funny. Remember, I was getting so mad. You know, Sabrina, every once in a while, I still think about Heartbreaker. When you so just Sabrina didn't know that Jay Z was a heartbreaker, and I did, and I was like, you know, I don't know Jay Z's word verse verse word for word, but I know it. So I was singing it. She said, "Now you pretending like you know the verse to make you look crazy." I'm like, why would I do that? 
Why would I pretend to know Jay-Z's verse but just like, to make it like out? He literally is in the song. Ever since I was a kid, like, I would get so mad when rappers would, like, I feel like they would be like, I feel like I just pictured this cute girl in a booth and, like, this rapper, like, behind her back, just, like, <laughs> overpowering her. So but I, I Jay- think as a defense mechanism, I, I repress them. <laughs> when I tell you Heartbreaker, all I just remember was Mariah Carey and then Mariah Carey fighting her twin. Her clone. Yeah, her clone. Her clone. Like, that's all. To me, like, even when I try to think of Jay-Z's voice, all I hear is, like, white noise. All I can <laughs> think of is, is, you know, she loved Jay because she loved everything Jay say, Jay does. I'm like, it's like me hearing it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I'm not even joking. I know you're not, <laughs> but you really tried to uh, make that come down on me. I'm like, wait a second now. I know he in this. I I, li- I listen to the song all the time. <laughs> but no, he was like, I'm focused, man. This that's what he was saying. In my the ears, me parts. <laughs> you know that you ever see that meme like somebody had no ears and it was like I left my ears in 2012. I ain't trying to hear shit. I feel me, you. Me and my rappers come on the beat. Now Maya wrote the shit out of that beat in the best of me part two. Except which is very for sexy. another sidetrack. Except for Soldier Boy on Delirious, he was riding that fucking beat. <laughs> Love that Soldier Boy is the exception <laughs> because he always is an exception. Okay, I agree. Um, and a bonus for me is India Ari's video. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if somebody looked at you, they'd be like, I bet she love that song. I do. That's like, who everybody think you are. That's, yikes. <laughs> yeah. People but think I'm like, sometimes I comb my hair and sometimes I don't. <laughs> but you might be like, acting stupid. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, I never snitch on your daddy. <laughs> In my head, I'm Young Miami, but people think I'm India Ari when I saw it. You get one afro, and that's what people think. Boy, are you guys in for a treat. <laughs> so that's it for the favorite. That, w- that was a good song. Yeah. I'm not the average girl from the radio. <laughs> you know what's funny? When I was younger, that saw me. I liked it, but it made me mad because I was obsessed with video girl. <laughs> And I wanted to be a video vixen. In my head, I was just like, no. like She, she don't literally know said, don't be offended. This is all my opinion. <laughs> she did, but as a kid, but as a kid, all I heard was average girl video. But I like the song, though. It's funny because that was my bio on Facebook. <laughs> I had to change it recently. I'm like, the fuck is this? A manifesto? It was like, don't be offended. This is all my opinion. Ain't nothing I'm saying, law. This is a true confession of a life-learned lesson I was sent here to share with y'all. So don't... <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I was 15 years old when I made a Facebook account, but evidently I was going through some shit. <laughs> she did. She did say, she cleared that up. It's a bomb ass song though. Yeah. But as a kid, I was like, I always loved horse. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I was a kid, I wanted to just play my guitar and my mom was like, cut that shit <laughs> Did you ever make a um, tissue box guitar? With, no. With the uh, rubber bands? No. No. My mom, anything that made noise, she's like, come on now. <laughs> I really wanted to be that When I was spirit. younger, I used to, to be like, shake dumb titties, baby. Shake dumb titties. I think I was just, I really didn't know that existed until I got to be a certain age. It that's, made me, unco- yeah, because my mom, she was real strict. That's so crazy. Believe it or not. <laughs> I really I really used to be like, my goal was to be a hoochie mama. It's not, it still is. It's not, and guess what? Now, so is mine. So, things change. Um, 
But let's get into this toast versus, oh my gosh, we have a lot of people that we're toasting and praying for this week, so we're going to try to move through them pretty quickly. Uh, first, we want to give a toast to Young Barbecue because, one, she's hilarious. She's so entertaining. She got us through this pandemic. She's just, I'm sorry, she's the hardest working person in the industry because she'd be having costumes, choreography. That's crazy. Sis be having a stretch, I'm sure. Like, wow. She just reached one million followers on Instagram, which is amazing. She literally just... <laughs> Started dancing a few months ago, and we all just caught on and, and was I like, just "We think need it's more." So funny, like does she go by Young Barbecue? Like, and also, funny. I love that she is like she's shaped like a pea, yeah. And I, she just act real wild because she also, loves, she cause, know it. Because sometimes I get like, um, like shy moving around because like my titties. But she is very heavy chested and mm-hmm. move, and I'm like, that's the representation. I need. Yeah, and also I I like first I wasn't sure if she was in on a joke, but now I realize she absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. And that, now and when I once I realized that she's laughing with us, I was able to enjoy the content more. Same. Cuz I'm like wait a second, what's happening here? Um also, we just want to take a moment to celebrate Yar Shahidi uh, because she just signed a deal with ABC, okay? So Yara and her mother, actually, her mother's name is Cara, um, Carrie Shahidi, they signed a deal to develop, produce, and um, scripted and alternative television project, projects for cable, streaming, and broadcast via their newly launched production company, Whoa. Seventh Son. The two will work on developing and producing scripts and alternative television projects for Cable, streaming, and broadcast. This is um a deal with ABC Studios. And if you know Yara, you know she is super sweet, super woke, super educated. And I feel like this is a responsibility that she's not going to take lightly. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited to see what she does next. Also, we want to give a toast to Ruby Rose for scamming the fuck out of you <laughs> niggas. Y'all swore y'all was going to see some titties on her OnlyFans. That shit is so funny to me people so y'all are so horny she made a hundred k off OnlyFans and she didn't show anything she and uh, she, oh yeah she made a okay a hundred because i saw a 22 hey but she probably made more well i saw a hundred k but the problem the, the whole thing is she just she i don't even say she scammed y'all she never said what she was going to show but the funny thing is like people <laughs> swore she was going to be naked because she Poorly photoshopped a photo of herself <laughs> and a girl. I'm like, it's just, it, it just gets sad at, at some point. Also, she had a video of her folding clothes. <laughs> but also, what y'all fail to realize is that OnlyFans started out as just a place where people put exclusive content, like like how Patreon is, like you mm. pay monthly for exclusive content. It's just people started putting porn on there, um, and that's what most of the revenue is on there. Um, but a lot of people don't, cause uh, I mean, I didn't know that until like, you know, other people said that, but a lot of people don't even want to figure it. Cause I've seen people like do like exclusive, like comedy skits on there or whatever. Um, I didn't know that, but, but yeah, that makes sense. yeah, that's what it's for. Um, so you can really just put, cause a girl before she, not the first girl to do that. Some girl did that before and she just uploaded selfies and she got money for her apartment and then she deleted her account. Me. And that's <laughs> that's really the type of time I'm on. I, I, and I was the one who said I wanted to read stories on OnlyFans, and the girl was oh, like, "Oh yeah, but you can you can do that." I know. I'm about to do it too. It's exclusive content. And if even if it means if I gotta read a story while looking like, I don't know. Let me stop lying. I'm gonna say by looking sexy, but I know damn well I'm gonna put a big ass t-shirt on. <laughs> so I don't even know why I'm going. Yeah. In. So that girl was just mad as shit. Like. With her ugly ass boyfriend with his big ass belt. 
But um, yeah, shout out to her for doing it because you niggas is horny as shit. And a lot of y'all was talking shit about her when that shit went down, when she was arguing with that nigga and she flew out. It was like some big, that's the reason why I found out about her. Like she flew out somewhere and this nigga like didn't want to get her plane ticket home or something. It was on Snapchat of all places, like trying to play her or whatever. And I know y'all niggas were probably giddy giddy over that, but look at y'all now. Giddy giddy, open them pockets up. And you know it's crazy. I thought Ruby Rose was, was the woman from Orange is the New Black. That is Ruby Rose too. So it's two Ruby. Okay. All right. Yeah. That is a very sexy name. It if is. I do Shout say out so. To Ruby Rose um, for the the those Crocs I got. They Ruby Rose exclusive Pride Crocs. Okay, it's Ruby Rose from Orange is the New Black. Black. Okay. Yeah. Block. <laughs> I don't know why I said. <laughs> Remember, um, we was making fun of that guy, John Boyega, for saying it like that. He's I like block woman. <laughs> no, just fucking. I was like, damn, he's like block. No, it's he's, not a. He's like, no. When they were like, it was an interview, and he was like, "What type of woman you like?" He's I like block woman. It's like, all right, bro, we get it. I better um, just see you with a darkie. He, I, <laughs> <Sabrina>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we will. Um, but now it's time to pray for assist. Um, first we want to pray for Megan Thee Stallion, and we will yeah. get into it later. Why? But most of you all know what she's going through right now. Mm-hmm. Also, want to send our love to Tamar Braxton. Yes. Um, it's just very unfortunate that she's feeling how she's feeling right now, but we all can relate, and we keep her in our thoughts and prayers. And we also want to just uh, send love to the families of John Lewis and C.T. Vivian, two civil uh, rights icons. Uh, it's just crazy that they both passed away on the same day. Yeah, like, that is insane. Also, John Lewis was a speaker for your graduation. Yep. And I I will always treasure the fact that we got a chance to listen to that Make Good Trouble speech in person because mm-hmm. that's what I think about when I do everything I do. Like, all right, is it going to ruffle some feathers? Yes. Is it necessary? Absolutely. Okay, then there's no reason not to do it. Period. So, shouts to them um, because our lives wouldn't look the way they do now without them. Yep. So, shouts to them. Um, moving on into tea time, Nicki Minaj is pregnant. Congratulations to the good sis. And, you know, we have a, a lot that we have said about Nicki Minaj and just a lot of complicated thoughts. But one thing I am very happy about is that this queen is getting her baby because she has been very vocal about wanting to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And I just love when women wait and get what they want. She ought I hate who she's married to, but she also has been very vocal about not having a child until she was married. So it was like, I felt like she was very intentional and like waiting and and they haven't even been married for a year. So she was like, they they got busy. Yeah. I'm just happy. I want, I want her to be left alone and to raise her child. Yeah. Same. Cause it's very, especially like during pregnancy, uh, it could be very complicated for, you know, black women, especially since she's like in her thirties. Yeah. She's 37. That's crazy that that's just pretty young, but that's still technically yeah. considered at that's, risk. That also makes me feel good because 37, I feel like ooh, that will probably be the age when I have kids. Yeah, same, same. But I am trying to, like, that's another reason why I, like, health is a priority for me because yeah. I know that things will just get more and more complicated uh, if if my health isn't right plus my age. And also, like, I heard that it is harder for taller women to carry, but that might have been, like, an ancient-ass study, so <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Yeah, that's probably somebody in 1950s because, like, women were, like, five uh, two then. Yeah, like, uh, not really... 
not really going to go down that road right now. But, yeah, uh, yeah just shouts to her. The maternity pictures were very, like, uh, Pink Friday, mm-hmm. which made me happy. Yeah. So, shouts to Nikki. Um, also, this is just something we wanted to discuss really quick, especially since we're trying to make tea time not just about, like, you know, celebrity stuff. Learn a lot of people are trying to make every event into a Zoom event, right? Just like my sister said, it's it's hard to accept the party is over. <laughs> but you know what? At first it was cute, right? It you was. know when we all couldn't go nowhere mm-hmm. and we was like dead ass but in the now house. And it's house. a reality. Now it's like, okay. When we thought we was in the house for two months and we all were like, Oh, there's this cool thing called Zoom and house party, like, all right, I understand the alternatives but i've been seeing niggas having a weddings on zoom cyber this part so it's just not going to be the same it's okay to cancel the event yeah it's really okay it's really and it's fun. different if it's like uh cuz i follow somebody that does like a, a um like a dj like um event like every so often like i feel like that's cool because mm-hmm. that's because i love music but i don't like the club mm-hmm. and i feel like that's something for like i can listen to like i'm doing dishes or like i'm yeah. doing something it's like, like spotify essentially. yeah exactly and it's just like people in the room that's fun but like weddings and shit yeah and like I, or, or another thing i understand people doing is funerals over zoom that's because OD. like i i feel like you should do them over oh, zoom yeah, because you yeah. can't see, say goodbye true. to your loved ones I, anyway. I don't i don't love them either <laughs> but i don't think anyone likes them no one likes funerals. older black people what they love them yeah i don't know if that was just my grandma nah, and my aunt you know my family my family go to funerals and they come back and but it was nice. Yeah, it was really nice. That's service. how my like, my grandma what? used to be and my aunt. They're like, well, you know, Willie something something died and the next month they at the. I'm like, you know, it's an option. You don't have to go, right? Well, I th- my mom and my family they show up in packs at a funeral and they be like, because we have to show support and love for the family, and it's a very. It, also, I think that we won't be in this same boat. But in our my mom's my mom's family, it'd be a lot of people from the neighborhood that they grew up yeah, with, and it's like a, it's courtesy. You gotta show your whole family gotta show up. And also, I feel like our generation is more um, protective of our mental health and our. That we're like, if we feel like we can't do it, we are more willing to stand up and be like, "I'm sorry, like I yeah. just can't." Because like I didn't like how I didn't go mm-hmm. to um, my like close friends. Um, funeral because I was like I just and I was like firm in it I was like I want to remember him how I knew him yeah no I don't think it's anything wrong with that I don't think it's anything wrong with either one yeah you it's know, not I just but I do think what you said people do some people do really like they be going to funerals like they parties or something I'm like yeah our older black yeah because like growing up I thought that um <laughs> I thought that was the vibe yeah I was like, like oh it, this house gonna be I swear to God my was, aunt and grandma used to be going on and I'm Jones like it was a fucking kickback and then you be at your grandma's house when they come back and they just be sitting on the couch recapping about it they yeah. be like all right you know what whoever they had singing that song could sing his behind off I give him that. I just used to be like then they go over the food they start discussing like what the food was like and my and they be like them string beans were salty cuz like I, my dad even be going to like his um <laughs> like his people he grew up with funerals like we be just kicking it like at nighttime then the next morning I see he got a suit on and I'm like what the <laughs> I'm like what the fuck that that he got a toothpick in his mouth <laughs> I'm like 
I'm like, I didn't even know. Like, he don't even be saying that he's going. He'd be like, oh, so-and-so died. And I'm like, oh, like, and I sometimes they just go to the viewing. Yeah, that's what he do. He go to the viewing. And he just, I'm like, yo, you just was like. Kind of pay their respect. He was in cargoes and like a tank top with me yesterday. And now you in a fucking suit. And click collections. Yep, that's exactly how older black people be. Because when I gotta go to the funeral, I be scared of shit. I be thinking, oh fuck, yeah, that's not. Uh. Yeah. But yes, yeah, I guess I get it over Zoom, especially if your family and stuff can't come. Yeah. Um, my grandma was able to attend a Zoom funeral for like her cousin during like COVID, so oh, yeah. that was. But like, um, the baby showers. Yeah, like and like happy hours and stuff like that. I'm like enough. When people start being like, so let's do a Zoom happy hour. I'm like, I'll, it would be a happy hour if I'm not on Zoom. <laughs> got to do this shit all day at work. And now you're asking me to be on it. Now, there's this, I'm okay with like a FaceTime or something like that. Just like a random conversation. Something but like not, not an formal. event. Not yeah. an event. And also, I feel like, I don't know, since it's so new also. And also since Zoom is used primarily for work. The etiquette, I just am not sure of it. Like, <laughs> I be getting my brain be getting confused. I like feel like I have to ask a question. Yeah. Oh my god. Especially when everybody's be staring at each other in them squares. You be looking at each <laughs> other, dumb as shit. You like what you cooking over there? <laughs> What's for dinner? Like, I feel like I have to ask. Like, I feel like I have to like you know what's on the schedule. Like, you know when will we be back to work? Like, I just get like, <laughs> it be a baby shower. You be like, when will we be back to work? They be like, what? <laughs> and like, we're so, looking at the gifts and I'm like so what's the protocol like when we go back like well, so is there a mask mandate or I be feeling so like I feel cause I can't get that out of my head like the me having to I used it for work so when my job was like you know we're gonna put you you put y'all on paid leave I was so relieved cause I'm like I feel so weird yeah no I feel because once I start realizing people were using Zoom for fun, I was like, for me, business and pleasure cannot cross mine. I get very confused. And then, like, when um my cousins, they had a wedding in fall, and I'm so happy. They sent me, they said, we're changing the date to fall 2021. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, like, come thank on. Thank you. Like, don't don't bullshit us with a Zoom, and then y'all sit up there cutting a the cake, and I'm sitting in my house with, you know... <laughs> A corset at the top and sweatpants at the bottom. Like, please, let's not play each other like yeah, that. Yeah, come on. Let's hang it up, flat screen. So let's talk about Atlanta versus Georgia. That's right. You heard us. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody said Philly and Pennsylvania understand, and that's very true. Yeah. I am not from Pennsylvania, period. That's disgusting. When you start talking about Pennsylvania, I have an illy. I'm from Philly. We're on an West island. Philly, to be exact. And, like, I don't, I know, like, for example, like, Los Angeles and California, I feel like they on the same page, you know? Yeah, I feel like those I feel like true. Chicago and Illinois, are they on the same page? Mm, Probably not. Because no. Illinois could get real fishy. Because I feel like, because I, like, the Chicago that I'm familiar with, because I listen to, like, drill rappers, is, like, Chirac. And I yeah. feel like Chirac is a different place from, from Illinois. Sh- yeah, from I feel like that's very different. Illinois seemed, like, real farm-like to me. Yeah. but Or, like, Miami and Florida are similar. They're on the same page. Remember, but remember Kid Fury said he is from Miami, he's not from Florida. Uh, see, I felt like they was a mess in Miami and they a mess in Florida. Yeah. So. But you know what? I feel like the thing from Miami, I feel like, out of towners come near and True. act a fool. True, but that yeah, the, and also like 
just all different parts of Florida. People, I just have no desire to visit Florida. Like I just, I, hate, it's just crazy because I really there. was going to visit it this uh, and before this shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that I didn't. What about Detroit and Michigan? I feel like they're on the same. Page. I feel like they're different because I've met people. Wow. I've, I, when I went to college, I met people from but, Michigan, but and they New- were very Michigan. <laughs> But New York and New York State are on the same page. No, they are not. Why? Because like Albany I, and stuff? Yes. And uh, what the fuck is it called? Westchester and all that stuff. They are very different. I feel like they, okay, I feel like it's not that they're different, but, but they're people, on the same page. No. I don't feel like it's a like lot of Philly people, and PA. A, peop, a lot of people just from New York will, like our listeners from New York will say that they're not the same. Because a lot of people get mad when people that are from like, New, like upstate and stuff be like oh I'm from New York they're like you're not we can tell you're not it's oh not- so if a person's from like Syracuse and stuff yeah I just feel the word Syracuse but you know what I just feel like there is no other place in Pennsylvania like that has like our views for the most part like Pittsburgh Harrisburg like I'm quite sure that like the majority of them might be like Probably like Republican, yeah. I don't know, and I know that New York, York is a Democrat state, like solid. So that's why I'm like, I feel that, but then I'm like, I mean, I believe you because I've never lived in New York and you have, but I'm just like, I I don't feel like it'd be on the same page they're, of like Philly versus Pennsylvania. They're very different because also a lot of people that's from like Long Island and stuff be like, they be like rednecky. Yeah, I know they definitely be destructive. Um, Take that how you may. But, like, I know they definitely be on on some destructive shit. But, yeah, Philly, but having gone to school in western Pennsylvania. you was telling me how that shit was. I just want to tell y'all that there is nothing like it. That's why I feel like I just can't. I don't think people understand how different Philadelphia is from Pennsylvania. I used to go to mall. It'd be shirts like, I love my Mimo. It'd be shirts like that. you was telling me that shit. I can't believe you lived that shit and you lived to tell. I That's can't believe I repress it. I repress it so hard on my resume. They be like, "Where you go to college?" I just say, "I just say my last college," because mm-hmm. I'm. A, I don't even want to talk about the year That's I was in Western big. Pennsylvania. That is so spooky too, because I, because since I went to school in the city that was like so fucking like liberal like it was just so like and even the liberal the liberals that I was around they said some questionable stuff but the fact that she was at places where they literally bullied your friend because she was Asian like and it wasn't even what's the what's that stuff called it wasn't microaggression no it was like flat out it was like they were like making noises pretending like they were speaking Asian and, and taking pictures with their eyes like stretched out to the point where this girl I did not know at the time was just like crying because she was being bullied by these white girls and of course me and my homegirl showed up and it's so funny because as soon as me and my friend showed up and lightly bullied the the bully she she moved out that's crazy it's crazy because a lot of the stuff that I faced was like microaggression where I was like is it like when that, I'll never forget when this fucking girl when Vine first came out and she was shoving her camera in my face and telling me to say something funny this white girl in the middle of class my expensive ass art school you telling me basically dance monkey dance and I said to her slavery is over <laughs> and the whole class 
Everybody in the class jaw fucking dropped. Like people always be like, Sabrina, you take stuff too far. But it's like I no wouldn't way. have to take it too far no way. if you knew how to behave. That's the thing. That's Discipline why I tell, yourself. That's why I tell people don't mess with me because I will literally say shit that will make you so people, uncomfortable. That will make I live to make people uncomfortable. My favorite quote is "Discipline yourself, and I won't have to discipline <laughs> exactly. you." Exactly. That's just how and she I was feel. Like, well, I was. I, Sit your ass down. I'm like, sit the fuck down. Like, you think because you voted for Obama or something like that that you not? It's very so. The fact that you, I, I dealt with that kind of stuff, but you dealt with literally me and my girlfriends. Yeah, me and my girlfriend were walking, and like these white kids were screaming like nigga out their apartment window. We were literally trying to break down their fucking door to get in. Like bitches, come downstairs. It was crazy. So I could definitely see. I Georgia and Atlanta are definitely two different places. And uh, Brian Kemp, who is the governor of Georgia is giving Keisha Bottoms hell and to all our ATL listeners like please hit us up to talk about this but he is suing Keisha Bottoms because she has decided to make a mask mandate as cases spike why would she not make a mask she mandate she even had it she has it and also they the she was saying that he didn't say anything else to other cities or counties as soon as she did it and as soon as Trump says something about her doing it that's when he decided to sue her like how do you I didn't know you could sue a city in your own state I did not know that how either. does that even work that is some white and you bullshit. know that she's sick you know she has the coronavirus and you're still giving her hell like she's working from home and my whole thing is let please call me out if I missed it. But like, where the fuck are Killer Mike and Ti no, and everybody else it. who's talking about you know Atlanta being a Wakanda? You see this this black woman getting pretty much ran over, and I don't see no I don't see no unity. Yep. I don't see no unity. But when y'all businesses was getting broken down, y'all got Ti got on TV with that tight ass short sleeve button up. Just you know. Up. Looking like he just got out the pen, and I, I just don't understand. Like I really just don't understand. Leave that woman alone. And Brian Kent, Brian Kemp looked like he eats shit pancakes for breakfast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like his breast steak. He looked like a shitty. He looked like that scary baby from the Rugrats. Remember, like he looked like that. Which oh my god, yeah. He just always looked like he he just need his diaper change. And He's like wham wham wham. Look at me, I'm a shit. Never would have happened if y'all would have picked fucking Stacey Adams, but Georgia will be Georgia. <laughs> yeah, those shits. Because I don't even, like, I really, don't, I forget that Atlanta is in Georgia. Same, same. It's just really, like, all the cities just need to be on their own. Like, the states be on some shit. Ugh, I can't. Um. Also, uh, we do want to talk a little bit about, like, the group of celebrities who were um, arrested for protesting for Breonna Taylor. Um, it's insane because never have people been like, okay, so they were arrested for uh, protesting outside of Kentucky Attorney General's Daniel Cameron's home for seeking justice for Breonna Taylor, as they should. Um, and this shit is just getting too, it's, it, it should have been happy. We shouldn't even have to be protest protesting for anything. We all know that, but you know, it is what it is. So Tamika Mallory, who is an activist, Yandy Smith, um, Portia from Real Housewives, and so many other people, athletes, rappers, they decided to use their celebrity and, like, do whatever it needed to be done, and they uh, decided to be arrested. But the crazy thing is... Now they're facing a felony charge for intimidating a participant in a legal process. 
felony. This is exactly why criminal justice needs to be reformed. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all need to know what a fucking felony is. A felony... Donald Trump and them are doing the Watusi on the law up in the White House right now. They are doing nothing but felonious shit. I am 100% sure of it. I am... If I've never known anything in my life, it's that his whole fucking campaign are just felons. But now y'all really gonna make... Y'all gonna make a peach... Y'all gonna make the peach uh, a felon? Y'all really gonna do that? Like, that is insane to me. And also, he is not just a participant in the investigation. He is an elected official, and people have the right to hold him accountable. Anybody intimidating him by peacefully protesting outside of his home? And how about this? All these people were arrested, but guess who still isn't? The cops who killed Breonna Taylor. I am tired of this shit. Like, I'm so fucking tired of it. And this is what we mean by make good trouble. Like, you say whatever you want about Portia and whatever she did on reality TV. I'm not, I don't know much about her storyline. I don't know much about Yandy's storyline. But one thing I can say is that that was brave of them to mm-hmm. put their put their mouth or put their actions first and do whatever they had to do. Yeah, um, like I know her storyline. Portia's and it's not that bad. It's just yeah. it's messy. I, I know. Yeah, I know it has something to do with uh, Candy and Phaedra was uh, Phaedra was playing her like a fiddle, but yeah, basically. Yeah, that's that's all I know is that Phaedra played her like a fiddle, and she said, "Who said that?" And she the one who said, "Was no, it was that was something different." Oh, okay, I thought it was different. her voice. No, that was her, but it was something different. Oh, okay, different, different situation. Different. Oh, yeah, but um, still, like, shouts to them for standing up, but we have to, like, stick by to see what happens because, like, a felony charge, like, come on now, drop that shit. This guy really needs to <laughs> just put his foot on the pedal and that's, make sure those those people get arrested. That's really true fucking clownery. This system is so fucking corrupt. Because it's like, yeah, you want, like, you want to, like, you know... Uh, the end goal is to uh, abolish the, you know, police system and rehab and all this stuff like that. But it's like so much fucking going on. It's like so much. It's like, oh my gosh, and no and the the right wings are not listening to anybody. There's this fucking commercial. I have never seen so many Republican commercials. Like the Donald Trump commercial keeps on coming yeah, on the TV. And it's like this one talking about when if you defund the police and somebody's calling nine one one, they're like I'm sorry, you have been raped. You To get back to a police officer, it would be five business days because the police have been defunded. And it's like, they're, that's not they're how... They're really trying to scare these uneducated people into believing that that's what defund and, the police means. Yeah, and also, like, I am not, you know, the smartest person, and I'm not an academic, and I don't know, you know, all the right terminologies for stuff, but the basis of everything is to rehab people and for actual, you know... Reallocate the funds. Exactly, and, and also... Also, instead of throwing people in prison, which does basically nothing, um, actually people do their jobs. Yeah. Because all y'all doing is putting them in there and then abusing your power. But if the funds and if the funds were reallocated, then it crime wouldn't be would able go to down go. Stuff. Yeah, crimes will go, crime will go down. Um, and when people still, I mean, cr- people are bound to be bad, right? When they are bad, instead of uh, police having to be the ones who handle when somebody's mental health is in shambles, mm-hmm. then we have, you know, something else to do. Like, exactly. someone else who is more qualified to deal with it. And the fact that politicians cannot understand that, and then we 
we can. We're not going to the best school, uh, the best they high school. Want so like they don't want to understand That's the key it. difference. Yeah. That's the key it's, difference. It's very easy to understand. It's, it's a, everything and we it makes, have. it makes so much sense. It's easy. It's easy to know why certain neighborhoods have higher crime rates than others because they and have all the And also why people tools. are in and out of jail and stuff like that because you don't learn anything. You don't, you don't. There's no repercussions. And when you come out, you can't even get a fucking job. Like, yeah. how are you going to send people to jail? Then when they come out, if they have a criminal record, their their opportunities are sliced in half. Yeah, you're saying. Or not up. even half, like less than that. Like, literally, why can't somebody who's had a certain... I mean, I understand if you can't maybe work in education, if you have had a, a domestic violence charge or something like that. But come on now, people have to be able to work. If they can't work, then they're going to find the way to get money and it's not going to be nice for other people. Exactly. And there's no end of sight and it just keeps on going around and around. Very and easy round to understand. Nothing so but statistics, nothing but numbers, the nothing but there. support. The facts have always been there. They've been there before we were born, Period. but people just don't want to look at them. And it's like, you're going to fucking look. You are. <laughs> you're gonna. You're gonna fucking look at her. I picture me taking their fucking neck, being like, "Bitch, stand, look at it. <laughs> Take it in." Period. <laughs> um. All right. So let's get on into the sunken place. I'm really upset this week. Like, so this week we're talking about violence against women, and of course, the first person up is baseball head ass nigga uh, Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. Um. It's been alleged that he. He was the one who shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot because it's been confirmed by her that she absolutely was shot. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, we was a little confused. I heard that Tory Lanez got arrested. He had a concealed, um, he had a weapon Mm -hmm. in the car um, and Megan Thee Stallion was there with him and she suffered a foot injury during this. And I thought maybe somehow glass got in her foot. Yeah, and also I hate the fact that like they they were like she was arrested too, but nobody said that she, she was a victim. No, yeah, Nobody, nobody said that. And then we had to see, unfortunately, video of her limping like she was under the arrest. And you, we all know as black people, like, we can't move too quick. Even when you're shot, you got to keep your composure because that honestly is life or death. And it's not also, being fucking dramatic. stop sharing videos of, like, black people in distress. People in distress, period. Like, stuff like that. Stop sharing videos. But you know what? It's just, and I didn't even mean to watch it. It was just on my feed, and I was like, whoa, 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 what is this? But I'm like, yeah, stop sharing it. What the fuck? And it's just so many people I'm starting to realize who are very nosy in the wrong way. As soon as something happened, it goes, I wonder what happened. I wonder. I want to know what happened. It's like now, what if you go and poke your nose in it, and somebody p- poke your eyes out? That's what I be feeling. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I hope happens like, sometimes. When we were talking about this, like <laughs> when it initially happened, we're like how everybody was trying to be detective. Like I, obviously, not a fan of the Kardashian clan, but everybody was like, "Oh," and Kylie was there, and now she's smiling on Instagram. Blah blah. I like one thing for sure: you weren't there. You weren't. So nobody you knows what happened. So everybody trying to do all this detective work and getting everybody. Excited. Excited. And it's like for that's not that is not um, productive towards. And we we also like somebody said this on Twitter and I don't know. I forgot their handle. But um, also when 
you protecting black women, it also means not to add and then to incite stuff yeah, and instigate. like instigate, they instigate, yeah, stuff that you know happens to us. And like just seeing that video, like it's so crazy because like I repress it, but every now and then I remember it because when I was I, I said it, um, you know, on Twitter, but when I was twelve years old, I was in a crossfire because my before my block got like gentrified um it used to be projects at the end of the at the corner and I was hanging out with my friends there and um this guy was in a car and he was trying to talk to one of my friends who was underage and this is a grown-ass man in a car and her she had a, a brother who wasn't like wrapped too tight that was literally just walking down the block and at this time, I was supposed to. I, I wanted to hang out with my friends, but I was supposed to be at the movies with my um, my parents, and um, but I just was out there um, hanging with my friends. And her brother walks past, and he noticed the guy trying to talk to his sister, and he just shoots my friend's brother. He just shoots, and then just walks away, and. I, without even thinking, I just, like, ran into the projects. Like, I just was like, oh, my gosh. And, like, nobody was, like, uh, like they weren't as shaken up as, like, somebody should be. Like, yeah. you know, from the heaven. Like, we were, like, tw- we were all, like, 12 and 13 when this happened. And also her brother doing that, he didn't know what that guy had in his car. He might have had something bigger than that. Or he could have killed the man. Exactly. He could have killed the And it's like we all teenagers. And even when that happened to that happened to me, I feel like I didn't get to prop nobody got me the proper help for it. Nobody talked to me, um, you know, like, you know, uh, about what happened. It just was something that was like brushed off. Cause that was a scary like other 12-year-olds don't have stories like that. 12-year-olds shouldn't have stories like that. So when people were, like, making f- jokes and stuff about making a sign, I'm just like, that is so upsetting because people did that to me, too. Yeah. When it, when it happened to me, and I thought that was okay. Like, I thought it wasn't a big deal. Like, I was literally in a crossfire. Imagine being like, well, you can imagine you traumatized, and you got everybody on the Internet making fun of what the fuck happened to you. So it was, it was pretty much confirmed by Megan that she did get shot, and... A source has told TMZ that it was Tory. Now, I'm be honest. At first, I just assumed that Tory was probably maybe he was like defending her, like you say, he didn't want to jump to conclusions. Yeah. But it's looking a lot like he was the one who did because it. Because her um producer, yeah, her producer. He said, "Count your fucking days, Tory Lanez," and like that. That is you. He deleted that, but you. Why the fuck would her producer say that? Yeah, he got the scoop. He knows. Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah, and like to do. She said he intentionally tried to harm me, and the problem is without us being those same people who try to just put themselves in a situation. A lot of men really do believe that if they can't get what they want from a woman violence is the next step. Mm -hmm. And I do want to take a further step and just say that for me as a tall woman, when you hurt short niggas' feelings, they get crazy. Yeah. They get crazy. Because it's like, how dare you? They start calling you a man. They start calling you everything. That's another thing. People, sorry to cut you off, Mm -hmm. but that reminded me, not only were people... um, you know, displaying misogynist 
they were displaying Transphobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, transphobia. Yep. Um, because somebody made a tweet about how, like, you know, Tory Lanez found out that she had, you know, something in her pants, and with, that's when he shot the gun. That and, or is, people saying shit like, oh, I would have shot her too. She's too tall to fight. You know, the thing is that this is why tr- issues like transphobia are a problem, period. Because they they not they affect everyone. Yep. Not just trans women, but there are so many women, because especially we black both, women. Because we both have if we had transphobia, mm-hmm. like being... Exa- being tall? Trans- yeah. Being tall, oh my God. And also me being hyper-femme. Yeah, or like it's wearing like, makeup. You like, cannot, you just can't win. You cannot, you really that's cannot win. That's why when win. people try to do this dancery for cis normativity, whatever, however you say that word, um, I you think try to, right. when you try to do that dancery, you lose. You lose because at the end of the day, every issue that is harmful to one group of person is going to affect another group of people. And it's just, it's just really sad that somebody like Tory Lanez with, harm another artist another colleague there's no reason for that Mm -hmm. especially because the reports are because she wanted to leave she can leave if she fucking wants to and also feel like nobody takes the time to think about what megan is going through even myself because i'm like yo why she keep like partying with all these random group of people me and you both be like yo she too friendly sometimes we love megan the stallion but our kitchen table talk between us has always been like she a little too friendly Mm -hmm. like she needs to stop hanging around so many people i always want celebrities to pull a rihanna just hang with the niggas you grew up on the island with just hang out just hang with your crew and that's it don't be going bouncing around with this person and that person but also we got to think about the fact that she did lose her mom and her grandma in the same year she doesn't have a father and what does it look like to grieve and what does it look like Mm -hmm. to just yearn for a sense of community and connection and like love and i'm like i feel like we that's a shame that she wasn't even allowed to have fun and peace because of this because now she said to herself like it's a shame i had to learn this to like you know fall back but i'm like that should you that shouldn't be your punishment exactly that should get no, shot nobody deserves that it's like the punishment maybe somebody talking about behind your back and you like oh and now yeah. i see y'all fake i mean it shouldn't even be that but like if anything it shouldn't be something like that and it's just so upsetting to see how people you know it's crazy how people a few weeks ago protect black women and stuff and now people making jokes Exactly, but you know what? I really don't believe in my heart of all hearts that the people who said protect black women and the make jokes audience are the same. They can't be. They can't be. They really aren't. It's just, but it's just a group of people who are so ignorant that they will never see celebrities as humans. And it's like, okay, I get it. They have money, and some of their issues we don't care about because it's like, who cares? Like, dry your tears with your 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 money, right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to violence and people's lives. That's when you have to say, whoa, 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 this is a human being and it's not funny. Like, also, what the fuck like, is wrong with you psychopaths? Like, it's not what you said. It's not what you do. And it's especially black women. Also, like, people making tweets saying, oh, this is what we own in the summer. We shooting these bitches. I'm like, this is why, like, and people always be like, oh, like, Iman is pretty, like, so strict. Be this and there, blah, blah, blah. People really think we hate love. I do not want to put up with no shit like that. These niggas are scary and they want to fucking harm you. And also, like, that's on a celebrity tip, but I've seen it this weekend. I was watching somebody that I used to date. 
go nuts yeah. on social media. Going as far as to say, like, talk about his gun, taking videos with a gun, threatening his baby mom. And I had to say to myself, okay, this is somebody I feel like I'm pretty, you know, strict. I feel like I have good common sense. And I let this nigga in my life. And I didn't see this. And all I had to do. In my home. And all I had to do was tick him the fuck off. And he would, come on now, if you can threaten to do it, Who's to say that you can't do it? So it's like, yo, if you see somebody in your life that is violent towards women, you need to say something like to somebody. I feel bad, though, because a lot of people who listen to our show are thems and they their voice may not even matter in trying to check these niggas. But I feel like do your due diligence and stay safe. Mm-hmm. If you sense in your heart that somebody is not safe for you, stay the fuck away from them. Because you are right. You are right. That's all you need is a gut feeling that somebody is not safe. That's all you need, just a little inkling. Because even though I did not sense that this person could be violent, I did tell Sabria that I sensed that something was different, something was off. Yeah. And he's fine as fuck, but I knew something was telling me that's just, little no, okay, this ain't meant to be. Never would I have thought it would be that he is uh, uh, abusive and violent and a harasser. Mm-hmm. No, no way. But I knew it was something, and that was enough. So you do have to follow your gut. Exactly. Also, uh, just, like, quickly, um, wanted to touch on, I saw recently um, that sex tourism, like, um, sex tourism, um, is popular with uh, black men um, traveling to Brazil. Uh, I had no idea about this, and, like, I kind of suspe- expected it, but I thought it was, like, something that, like, you know, you know how, like, you know, yeah, you hear your moms and stuff, like, gossiping and something, what they think is going on, but it's actually very real. And in 2006, there was an Essence article written about it, how there are young african-american men going over to brazil and paying for um prostitutes and they're mm-hmm. paying as little as 35 dollars to 65 dollars to have sex with um brazilian prostitutes and then they come back to america and they are resentful towards black women because they are um I guess they're not feeling uh, satis- sexually satisfied, and they're like, oh, well, I got this for $35 and stuff like that, and you can't even do X, Y, Z. Um, first of all, sex tourism is very violent. Also, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. fact that somebody is paying $35 and 60 a little as $35, $65 for sexual acts is, you know, not okay. And a lot of people would not, you know, I mean, this is obviously like a almost like a a secret society thing Mm -hmm. with like men and stuff. And again, like what your mom was saying earlier, if you like see somebody saying stuff or talking stuff like that, check them because this behavior is not okay. And they're taking advantage. And they're taking advantage. And just because they are selling something doesn't mean they have you have to buy it. No, especially when you know it's like uh, being, you're cheating. Exactly. And also, like, a lot of them um, have been, like, you know, trafficked. They're probably underaged. Um, And it's just crazy. It makes you feel like you just 
Like it's just so much bullshit going on in the world. Yeah, and you just look at men and you're just like, I cannot believe that you you do shit like nasty this. Nasty bitch. It's, no, for real. These niggas are nasty ass bitches. bitches. And like this week, I have just been between you know learning about that, um, and this is something that happened in 2006. Um, the article that was yeah, written in 2006. But you know it's still but going it's, on. But it's it's probably even worse now. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It's probably even worse now. And that's why it's so hard to trust niggas that travel. Also. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I because mean, when like, I meet niggas that travel, I'm like, what are you hiding? Yeah, like, what? What are you hiding? Because the way they, because, like, we have friends that travel, and the way they travel is different than what these Yeah, they be travel. traveling. They be taking, like, pictures, like, in front of, like, cool caves and stuff like that. They be taking pictures with, like, uh, these, in a koala sanctuary. It's something very, very different. And also, like... Because they only on the beach. I'm like, so what you doing on the beach for uh, all damn day? Exactly. And also, um, in the article, it was saying how when they get there, they get, like, you know, affirmations, like, oh, you're so beautiful, black man. Like, oh, God. I never, like been with a black man like stuff like that and also like oh, you guys gosh. are dumb this goes back to the ruby rose thing this is all a sales tactic and that's all like women have to do to like get money out of these niggas is look them in the eyes and tell them what they what we know they want to hear like honestly i know if i ever wanted to manipulate a person what to say it would it would make me sick to my stomach but i would know in my gut like what to say like what what strings to pull and it's so easy they're so predictable oh god no end it end it now period um moving into common senses uh we just wanted to talk a little bit about like protecting children and this is like wow i'm sorry just want to take a moment to say what a diverse show because (laughs) we really talked about everything we talked about zoom (laughs) States, we <laughs> we talked about protecting women. Now we going on wow, to my brain, biggest shit. Yes, Saria really fucked the outline up this week, and now <laughs> we're moving on into like the, another vulnerable group of people that I just feel like a lot of people don't really be tr- protecting enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I see, especially like as a person who works in education now. Now my demographic of students are different because they're all over the age eighteen, but. Um, I just see a lot of people blaming people's upbringings or their household for how a person acts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, we all, a lot of people say things like, oh, the problem is the parents or your parents ain't teach you this or your parents ain't teach you that. Here's the tea. A lot of people have shitty parents. That's just it. A lot of kids are raised with no guidance mm-hmm. and it is not fair to treat them away because of the negligence that goes on in their home. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand how people who are supposed to have fully developed adult brains can't understand it. Exactly. But you expect a kid to understand all this, but your fucking bean brain self can't (laughs) understand it. And for me, knowing that makes me, like, draws me closer to kids who have, you know, broke... It makes me feel like, oh, I need to help them. And, like, when I was working in education, I was just an after-school teacher, and, like, I... Like, I had to stop doing it also because, like, I needed more money. But also, I got so overwhelmed because I was so invested. And, like, it's a lot of things that, as an educator, you cannot get too involved in because of, like, you know, rules and stuff. But me, as a human being, I can't, like, 
I can't let that slide because morally I know it's not okay. Yeah. Like, for instance, um, I, I think, I, I don't know if I talked about it on here or just to you, but, like, when I was doing summer camp and, like, these kids was fighting, the rules are we're not allowed to touch kids, we're not allowed to break up the fight. I picked up this young, this little boy and was dragging him away from this other kid. That was against the rules, but I, as me, as a, an adult, I'm not going to stand there and treat these and, kids like property. Exactly, and also just wait for, like, the principal to come down and then yell at them. No. No, why? why Beat them to a bloody pulp exactly. while I just stand here and stare. I would just, like, you know, break them apart. I broke them apart, and I was talking to the little boy, and I was like, you know, we're supposed to have fun here. Like, you know, why are y'all fighting? Let him talk to me. Like, let him vent. And, like, you know, why is he angry and stuff like that? Because you shouldn't be, um, what's the word? Uh, like, you shouldn't be, I feel like you shouldn't be so hard on people for fighting. Because fighting also is a very emotional thing. Yeah. So I feel like you should be, like, if you get into a fight, you shouldn't be like, you're in trouble. Don't do that. Because it's like, what what got you to that point? Yeah, we got to talk it out. Yeah. So, you know, I did that. I mean, nobody said anything to me because if they said something to me, they'd be telling themselves from some other bullshit that they was doing. <laughs> so nobody said anything to me. But a lot of times, like, I was just, like, so emotionally invested in, like, the kids I was working with. And it was, like, very draining. So, and I just can't, like, um, I was saying earlier, like, women and children are the most vulnerable. Vulnerable. Are the most vulnerable and the least protected, and they should be the most protected. Right, and especially children, because, you know, like, I am a woman. Like, even when we say women and children are most vulnerable, I feel like I'm not vulnerable, you know? Yeah, sometimes I feel I like I feel that like too. I'm not vulnerable until you realize, like, all right, sis, like, I really have a whole nother set of worries that are natural for me that men don't have. Like, yeah, because I feel have. like also with us, like, a lot of things, which is, like, a good and bad thing, a lot of stuff we're not scared of. Like, we're not scared of repercussions. <laughs> Unfortunately. Of, of hu- human repercussions. Yeah. Like, me, I'm like, oh, I'm scared to do this at work. Like, I don't want to mess at work and stuff like that. But when it comes to uh, somebody, like, saying something and I feel like they disrespect me or something. Or defending myself. Yeah, I'm going to come at you, like, balls to the walls. I don't give a fuck. And like, I've imagined and I, having to fight for my life so many exactly, times. Exactly, and I don't think about you harming me. Like, my dad is constantly, constantly telling me to basically... In, in a nice way to shut the fuck up. Same. Like, when I was, like, 15 or 16, I got in an argument with this man at McDonald's because, again, I was underage, and this grown-ass man was trying to talk to me. And then when I said no to him because I was a teenager, he going to start talking about my shoes and my feet was hanging off my shoes or something <laughs> like that. So I'm going back and forth with this nigga. Like, you fucking bum-ass nigga. Like, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then I called my dad. Like, this grown-ass man argued. My dad, like, you, why are you arguing with a grown-ass man? Like, whatever. He could have this on him or this and that. Yeah, I even think about that. I hate, I hate when people tell me that. It's like, so why, why you got me in the city? That's how I be feeling true. Exactly. my parents I'm like because remember I told you I called three grown ass men Bone Thugs and Harmony and was scared as fuck but I'm like yeah I said it and then I had to push a man down on the septa bus because he was like too close to me and I just didn't like that I had to literally push physically push somebody down when I was in high school and then when my parents started being like oh like you shouldn't have done this this and the other and I'm like why don't we live in fucking 
fucking Wyoming or something and like where I don't even have to go through life defending myself. Why do we live in this city? Like why? Why are you so damn worried about my safety exactly. yet we are here? Like I'm, a, I'm not no bitch. That's one thing about so me. So if the best way to keep me from defending myself is not put me in a situation where I have to defend myself. Honestly, that's the only way to keep me from defending myself. But um, honestly, when I think about children, I think about how there's this whole group of people who uh, think it's cool to hate children, right? It's one thing if you say to yourself, I just don't see me wanting to have a kid. Like, I used to be the type to be like, what? (laughs) When people said they don't want to have kids. I I remember you used to be I would be like, that's crazy. Like, I would really think it was crazy. But now as I get older (laughs) and the shit is real, I start thinking about finances, look at how the the state of the world. Because everybody knows I'm team kids. But sometimes I'd be like, me, it's me too because no. I'm like, do, can I do this the correct way? Yeah, because it's a bad joke. Because like something, I know we could get off topic, but this is funny. My something ha- the so the trash people here they're not on strike, but it's like they, something going. It's a COVID outbreak. Yeah, so yeah. people are getting sick and stuff like that. So trash hasn't been picked up. So my dad is like obsessed with recycling. So um, my mom was like, you know, so since they're not picking up the stuff, like you know. What is that going to mean for, like, our recycling stuff? My dad was like, you know what? I'm about to stop recycling. It's not like I got grandchildren to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm just sitting there like, well, damn, y'all really <laughs> y'all really see me like that? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't know you, though. Because I feel like I, I definitely, I mean, it, I think for both of us, it all depends. Because I'm That's very right comfortable there. with, if I feel like, I can't bring kids into this world because it will hurt to raise them in this bullshit, then I won't. But I obviously don't I don't want that to happen. I would prefer to have kids. Yeah. But like I, I get it now. I do. Yeah, I, and, I, like, and I really get it. Cause before I used to say, well, everyone's allowed to have their opinion, but I'd be like, what? <laughs> I really just would not get it. I know, because every time I'd be like, I don't think I want to have kids, you'd be like, what? <laughs> uh-huh yeah but now like I, I used to just be saying i understand because i knew it was uh, what i was supposed to say but now i know i actually get it bro like yeah. i understand yeah and so that's one thing to say you don't want to have because i go back and forth like i said all the time it's fine and i love I, like i would love to be an auntie to say you hate children though it's I, you know, there have been a few people in my life when they be like, I hate kids, and, like, my eye would just twitch. Because I'm like, first of all, you were one one day. Let's start there. You were a child one day. How do you hate a a younger, like, it's just an adult. I I mean, a a human. It's just a younger human. Yeah. How do you hate a younger human? And I feel like, for me, the reason I feel like, I'm sorry if y'all hate kids listening, I feel like a lot of people (laughs) hate kids because they don't want to give attention or give a fuck about anything else. And to... One thing's for sure, when you're taking care of a child, and I know this from being an old, a older sister, I know this from being a, a big cousin, from being an auntie figure, one thing I know for sure, when you take care of kids, the return is that you are raising a healthy human being. Mm-hmm. There's no money back return. There's no guarantee that they're going to grow up the way you picture them. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee that they're even going to be good or they're going to appreciate you. So when you give into a child and when you're nurturing a child, the only thing that you have to go on is that I am doing the right thing. I am watching this child yeah, grow. Yeah, some people I feel like don't want to behave, and also, and which, and which is weird, which is funny because that in itself is childish. Yeah, and also I feel like a lot of people, um, because kids be telling the truth. <laughs> they really cold blooded. Unfortunately, they be because the stuff that Noel has said to me, 
Child, if you wasn't a tough person, you probably... They can't come from my makeup. When she was like, I think she was like three years old, and she was obsessed with Frozen, and and everybody know I wear my hair big. She said, my hair look a mess. (gasps) And I was just like, that's just how she feel. Like, I allow kids to feel how they feel. You know, I feel like it's wrong, and I'm like, you don't do your own hair. (laughs) Any given day, you can look a mess. You're not in control of you. I'm in control of my looks. Sometimes. Exactly. And even when I'm in control of my looks, sometimes I look at Or I don't have any help. Like, and I feel like <laughs> you just, you get all this, you get somebody to do your hair. I don't. So I also feel like uh, some people, when they say they hate kids, they are not comfortable within them. It's something in them that they're not comfortable with themselves because kids will definitely come for the jugular. And also, <laughs> which I don't mind because I know how to go back and forth for kids too. Without or I being also don't mean. care. Like, don't who ca- are you? Exactly. That's the thing. Going back. I just was like, when she said that, I look a mess. I'm like, okay, you too. Like, yeah, and also, like, and you think you play with slime for a living. Like, I give a fuck. You're not hiring I was me. Like, and I get money. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'll be the type to be like, yeah, my wig wasn't ugly when you was eating that popcorn I had earlier. Like, I'm, I'm that's how my mindset is with kids. Like, exactly. You th- who cares? So, and also, it's very terrifying because. Sometimes these people that hate children, they get so pressed for money and a good job title that they end up being teachers. Because as an after school teacher, I worked with a teacher who fucking hated children. One of my favorite students to date, she deemed the most annoying kid. She's like, you not want to talk to her, leave her alone. She's annoying, blah, blah, blah. So come to find out the child had ADHD. And she was a victim of sexual assault by a parent. So, of course, she's going to act a little different. What I did was, first of all, I separated her from all the other kids. I gave her a test because I know me, I'm somebody that I always have to be doing something with my hands. Because if I'm not doing something with my hands, I, like, you know, I get into trouble. Or I just, (laughs) I I feel like that since I was a kid. Like, I would, because when I was a kid, like, if I wasn't busy, I would do something like put Play-Doh on the walls or, like, or put Play-Doh in, like, the couch or, like, accidentally set something on fire. Like, I would just do, I would have to always have my hands busy. And that's also, you know, because I, the, uh, was the like at school that they said that I did, did have ADD, but nobody you know took it into account because you know black people back yep. then mm-hmm. didn't believe in it. So I was like, I know what works for me because the teachers that I like was obsessed with and I confided in, they always gave me stuff to do with my hands. So I separated her from all the students and I gave her something to do with her hands. She was quiet, not going back up because she was one of the kids that were always like the boys would like tease her, whatever. They're like, she annoying, whatever. And they would go back and forth. It was none of that whenever I had her. And she didn't want to be around any male teacher. And they would put her with the male teachers knowing what happened to her. And I gave her the option because we were supposed to swap classes. And I gave her the option that you don't have to swap classes. You can stay with me. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people, because with kids, you have to, like, you know, be a nurturer and everything has to, you can't be, like, quick, like, whatever, whatever, but like, you really have to take time and focus 
and really like you know zoom in on like what's the problem what's so the- at my school we have a model for like re- restorative practices anybody who's like studies sociology or anything like that education you're going to know it but it's this idea that in order for kids to be successful they need high support and high structure so it's not just a matter of you saying okay this young lady went through something therefore I'm going to you know coddle her or it don't matter if she went through something she still got to go to school it's it's kind of like meeting right there in the middle. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't understand what that means. High support, high structure, that takes time. Yeah, people it takes don't have patience. Time. Like, it takes time. Like, I know, I have a girlfriend, right? She is so fucking, she's a fantastic mother. Honestly, one of the best mothers I've ever seen. Every time we do things like happy hour at work, she always leaves early. If we do, because she has to, you know, get home to her child to tuck her in. Or if we have a Zoom meeting, she goes, well, it's it's her, my baby's bedtime time and honestly i'm so used to my mom being on the phone during my bedtime or <laughs> being on the phone during my bed and i never thought nothing of it like yeah. i really never thought that my mom was neglecting me i was like whatever she's here yeah. and then i could just interrupt her and ask what i wanted to ask mm-hmm. and she would answer but to be a mom to say no when i'm giving my daughter a bath i am present with her mm-hmm when I'm giving, putting my daughter to bed, I'm present with her. When I'm giving her her food, I'm present with her. There is no phone. Mm-hmm. There is no me on the phone because she's going to always remember that I'm present. And she always says she waited to, she, to have kids later in life because she knew she wanted to be fully present. And that, to me, is high support and high structure. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people can't stand kids because they want to just let the good times roll forever. And I guess that's where I'm different because the good times for me, like, I don't do the club. I don't do the bar. I don't enjoy, like, my life. Life, unfortunately, has always been about my family. Yeah. But, always. But also, it's like, you don't even have to, it's like in passing with children. You don't even have to interact exactly. with them. You're just in passing with them. And just to, like, not give, like, say, like, deem like, oh, I hate them. I don't, to not like, be understanding when them. a baby is crying in, in public. To not be understanding when that, a child. Imagine being a baby. That shit is so fucking confusing. And I frustrating. Want, you don't I have no. I be wanting to fucking cry in public now. You have zero motor skills. Like, I be wondering what babies see. Like, I feel like they see things different. Like, because I was reading a document, like, I was watching a documentary, excuse me, when I was waiting for my little brother to be born, and they were showing, like, how ba- newborns view the world. It's very scary. It's yeah. It's, like, blurry. Exactly. It's so very that's blurry. Very so fu- like, again, they're reacting to their mom's voice and their dad's voice. Exactly, voice. and if they're gone, you know, and stuff like that. Also, like... They have no, no perception of... What it means when your mom, their mom walks out the room. Also, sometimes people bring ch- children in places that they shouldn't be. Yeah, and that's uh, and they know they shouldn't be there, so they're <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, just trigger something. And that, so I feel like it just makes me very uncomfortable when people are so angry at the existence of children yeah and it's like to not understand this like like okay i understand that everyone's not a child psychologist fine like neither am i but i remember like my one little cousin every time her dad like left the room skylar yeah every time he just went around the corner she lost it and my family not bad like malintention but they were like um damn 
every she's just such a daddy's girl. Every time he leave, and my cousin, who's a nurse practitioner, was like, "Well, to be two years old is a highly anxious time in the toddler's life yeah. because they're starting to recognize who their parents are. They're starting to recognize strangers. But when their dad just go into another room, they have no clue when they're going to come back, where they went, what's going on. So it's it's a, a highly it's like anxiety and attachments are building. So it's like no, like come on now, as an adult." You need to be able to understand it that just has things has some sympathy. Things that are developed in your mind are just not there for I them. I just hate people that are obsessed with adulthood too, and, and also like people who, if I can't trust it, if you see something going wrong, you're not going to advocate for a child. I don't think that you're the type of person I want in my life because you, you. I like people in life that advocate for people who can't advocate for themselves. And if it's no other group of people, it's children and it's animals. Exactly. Especially people who love animals but don't like children. That shit is so annoying to me. Yeah. They they will treat a dog like royalty, but a baby like shit. And I'm like, that is, that's odd. And I feel like it's <laughs> a lot odd. of people in my age group where it they is, just. Because I, I was so uncomfortable when I, the first time I heard people vocally be like, I hate children is when I went to college. Yeah, And that same. shit made me so uncomfortable because I didn't know people like that existed. And they're just trying to rebel against the the b- baby boomers by being <laughs> like, <laughs> they're trying to rebel against the baby boomers. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to start a family. I'm going to live my life free. You can, fine. But you don't got to hate your, like, for instance, I don't ever, like, and I feel like you feel the same way about your mom. I never seen my mom as, like, a, tr- like, like, a, like, she don't, not like a children's, children's person. <laughs> my mom only like her kids. But, I, but, like, when my mom interact with kids, it's very, like, but it's, the funny thing is, like, my whole family, we talk to kids, like, we talk, like, how I talk to you right mm-hmm. now. And I feel like, honestly, that is the best way to raise children because, I mean, I don't know where it went wrong with me, but that's the best way that, you know, help their speech and everything yeah. like that. I never, the only person I talk, baby talk to is my dog. Yep. And I will never stop. And guess what? When I'm angry at my dog, she she's gonna get talked to like a grown woman too. Oh, you see what you've done? Do you see it? Do you understand the consequences? Not my mom. She'd be so nice. She'd be like, You bad boy. You being a that's exactly why he don't act right. I'm like, get your ass up them stuff. My mom'd be like, bad you want me you want me to pop out your butt? <laughs> That's really how your mom talks. I be like, Mama, our whole family, that's unfortunate. We be coming down. We be like, now you know what you did and you know it was wrong. And that's why you're heading up the steps right now. That's how I talk to her. <laughs> but she be understanding. She know exactly what she do wrong. I'm not playing these fucking games with you. Like, you know what you did. Yeah, so. You know you ate a buffalo wing. So I just, it's just really, yeah, it's so bizarre to me. It's just so bizarre. It's, it's so really, bizarre. I can't wrap my head around. It's and just, it's so, and like, you know, in short, it's mean. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nasty. Mean. It's very nasty. It's very mean and nasty. <laughs> Like, what did it do to you? Like, and I'm just thinking about, like, yo, first of all, kids are funny as shit. Oh, my God. So funny. Let me tell you what Gavin said today. My nephew said today, we're talking about tornadoes for some reason. (laughs) And he was like, and I was like, well, what do you do when a tornado comes? And he was like, well, you go to the basement and you get under the steps. I'm like, correct. He said, or you get in the bathtub. (laughs) He's like, but if you don't have a basement or a bathtub, I guess you get in the sewer. What? <laughs> my dad said, Gavin, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> that was like, well, it actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Get in the sewer if you ain't got no. He's not wrong, is what I'm saying. <laughs> he said, he, 
Gavin said he's going in the sewer. Then he also started talking about plane crashes. He said, yeah, because if you go in a plane crash, you go to heaven. I said, whoa. So let's not talk about that. Yeah, kids also get <laughs> off the deep end like that. Yeah, and like, I know I would get creepy like that as a kid, too. And my mom would be like, stop it. I'm driving. Like, she would get real mad if I started talking about, like, tragedies while she was driving. And I understand now as a driver. But I was just redirecting. I'm like, well, that'll ne- that's not going to ever happen, okay? He's like, yeah, because planes don't crash in Pennsylvania, right? And I was <laughs> Like, yeah, right. <laughs> they're, they're so funny. Like, that was one of the hardest things about, like, you know, teaching oh is when they would, I suppose, the discipline and they was making me laugh. The fact that I work with 18, the way they bid, the fact that some one of the students said that one of the staff members dressed like a pilgrim. <laughs> Do you understand it's so hard. Do you understand it's so the fact that somebody passed gas in a hallway and it fucking stinks <laughs> so bad? And somebody, there was one boy who was in the hallway like, damn, y'all busting your ass with your own class learning how to fart. <laughs> I, I had to go into my office because that was so funny. He said, what are they teaching you in class how to, how to bust your ass? <laughs> And I looked at him, made eye contact, and I walked the opposite way. Because it's, it's it's just, they are too funny, and we act like kids. That's another thing. I feel yeah. like we're childish in the right way. We're very youthful. We just, yeah, cause I we say, enjoy childhood. I, yeah, exactly. And I always be kicking in with kids. Those my, like, if I go to an event and Noel not there, I'm like, no, this shit, I don't know. I be a, I'm a kid jungle gym. When I'm around, when I'm around my cousins, it be one on my shoulder, one on my lap, one on my, like, and but that makes me so happy that they know that when they grow up, Iman was patient. Mm-hmm. She was nice. She always thought about it. She yeah, and always a lot of people tailored things for us. A lot of people aren't patient. And, like, I always, I feel like I've always been a patient person. But working with kids has made me extra, Child, extra patient. Working with kids will have you make it everything your own fault as an adult. No, for <laughs> Working real. with kids will be like, oh, it's my fault they didn't know that one plus one equals two. <laughs> yeah, Everything's no. my fault. No, for real. Everything's my fault. And, yes, you can teach kids accountability. But as the messenger... Everything's your fault. Yeah, exactly. That's just and it. it's like, and a lot of people not afraid. To, and a lot of people, um, being right means too much for them. They can't take that on and say, "Well, everything's my fault." Exactly. And it's also like nobody's saying that you know, go start a family. So no. it's just like respect. Cause they're around. Kids are around. Expect children. Kids are around, and it, and also when you respect children, you do respect their parents because there are a lot of times where I see like parents struggling in the market and their babies are crying, and you could be the kind of cashier that acts annoyed and makes that person that parent feel further guilty about their child, or you could be sympathetic, yeah, exactly. or em- empathetic, and then work as quickly as possible to get this parent and their child out. So it just when you hate kids, it manifests in how you are, and it's really ugly, like you said it's nasty and it's mean exactly because like when you again like when you like you said when you talk about children you are you know shaming the parent and especially like uh, first of all i know women in particular yes feel a lot of sometimes feel a lot of shame for like for instance how people shamed you know um uh cardi b and like young miami like oh you ruined your career from having a you know child and i feel like when you say you hate children you are you know making the I really I really don't care about dads like that. It made the woman feel less than. Yeah, and that's not okay. So in short, like, lo- 
love and protect children whether you want to have them or not because they're a part of society. They grow up to be adults, and how you treat them as an adult can make a huge impact. Like, they literally are the future. I don't believe in anybody as much as I believe in young people. I swear to God I don't. So it's like make sure you you put, put... Give your all. When you see a kid, you smile at them. You help them. You do whatever you... Protect children, even when they aren't your own. Protect them. Period. So that's it for this week's show, guys. Um, I felt really good about it. Felt really, really great yeah, about it. Yeah, big brain shit. Mm-hmm. So um, stay tuned for more information on the fundraiser. We're going through an absolute fucking heat wave, but we will have more yeah, information headed bullets. to you. Shit is not cool. Literally. Shit is not cool. <laughs> um, make sure you follow us on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at Iman Mate. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Mate. And Sabria? At It's Frank and Femme on Instagram and Frank and Femme underscore on Twitter. And you can follow us on uh, Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. You can also follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Also, don't forget to hit up that uh, Gmail account, um, blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Also, guys, I know I haven't did a shout out for the reviews in a while, but make sure you leave us some five star reviews. I'm getting back on my like on my bullshit like summertime is a very slow time for everything um i am a digital marketer so i know that like summertime is slow for social media engagement summertime is low for listenership even during this pandemic because people don't want to be inside listening to anything they want to be outside which i understand so um now that the summer is kind of wrapping up i am about to be on my we are about to be on our focus shit to figure out how we can elevate this because i've been hearing a lot of shitty podcasts when and I don't like it so um, we're going to do whatever we can to elevate and your reviews help us so much so please continue to fill them out and don't forget to tell a friend about Black Girl Brunch so that's it for this week we love you guys bye peace